0: Welcome to Kofsi Cast, podcasts that are designed to help you achieve academic success, brought to you by the University of the Free State Student Affairs in partnership with the Center for Teaching and Learning. And today we have a colleague She's from the Faculty for Humanities. We're talking about student engagement protocol. With me at the moment I have Zane, who's the academic facilitator and officer at the office of the Dean. Zane, how are you doing? I'm doing well on yourself, Gerben. I am fantastic. Also, we have Katlego from a student academic, well, she's a student academic advisor. Katlego, how are you doing?
1: Good, things, and yourself, Gerben.
0: I'm great. And lastly, we have William, who's the deputy chair of the Humanities Council. William, how are you doing today?
2: Hi, Gerben, I'm well your, and yourself.
0: Lekker, thank you so much for asking. Uh, now, Zain, if we can start off with you, what is the student engagement protocol when dealing with student complaints or with concerns? All right.
3: Um, Well, Karabin. firstly, thank you for affording us this opportunity once again um, to participate in the podcast on the student engagement protocol with you um, for the faculty and, of course, my team members, Kat and William. Um, When we look at the student engagement protocol and what it is, one of the most important factors is that knowing how to handle student complaints is an essential skill for not only the faculty, but also its staff and students alike, as when not addressed properly, complaints can be a source of unpleasantness, particularly when the student goes up the chain of command looking for resolution. Um, The main purpose of the Student Engagement Protocol is to provide guidelines to students regarding academic and non-academic complaints so that problems, whether of an academic nature or otherwise, can be addressed effectively. And we then also find that the protocol is able to achieve other aspects also. For example, streamlining the protocol for students to follow with regard to academic and non-academic complaints. It clarifies the communication channels to be followed for resolving student problems with regard to, again, both academic and non-academic matters. It also allows for increased awareness of lecturers, administrative staff and students of the protocol itself while importantly increasing the efficiency of the class representative system and utilising the class representative system to solve problems. We can also say that it strengthens the relationship or the link between the student, the class representative system, academic staff, support staff, departments, the faculty, the student council and the Student Representative Council itself so as to ensure efficiency and coordination with regard to student governance issues. And lastly, in general, the Faculty follows an open door policy with regard to dealing with student complaints or concerns and as such, students are welcome to inquire and make use of this protocol.
0: Zane, on that note, what are the communication channels that students can follow?
3: Well, Faculty and staff are often the first point of contact for many students. In this particular case, students' first point of contact would be um, the student or class representative. The basic principle is that a problem should be solved at the lowest level first. Here, for instance, the student or the class representative um, is approached by the student and will meet with the student and take the student's concerns um, or their complaints or their messages and inform the lecturer, for example, of this. If the matter is still unable to be resolved between the two parties, then of course your academic head of department should arrange a meeting between students and lecturers to try and resolve the issue at hand. After this, should the matter persist, it may be escalated to the office of the dean and beyond, um, and that is what Kaklecha will speak on a bit more um, later on. Um, However, it is important for all registered students to know what procedures to follow when they have academic and or non-academic concerns, the same goes for all academic and administrative staff to also be aware of these procedures.
0: Zane, what is it important for students or staff to do and to remember when dealing with complaints or difficult situations?
3: Okay. Um, there are a number of things to remember and take into consideration, both by students and staff. These can include, for example, not to personalize the situation, in other words, in saying that taking a deep breath and look at the situation as objectively as possible. Um, Identify the specific behaviours of concern, Uh, so students must clearly state their concern and staff should establish what the concern is by asking if it is not apparent. Um, It is important to avoid creating an adversarial relationship where there is no room for movement between parties involved. As mentioned earlier, it is best to try and avoid unpleasant situations. Be open-minded, calm and calm within these situations. Then, also look for the educational opportunity in this. Students must remember to always make sure that their concerns or complaints are academically related in one way or another. Um, Professional communication should also be maintained throughout this process. It is is also important to address inappropriate, disruptive or concerning behaviour from the beginning. The longer students or staff wait to address an issue, the longer and more difficult it is to resolve. It is also advised to make use of I statements, and um, this is very important in particular for our students. So, for example, when they go and see a lecturer um, or the student representative, um, the lecturer or the student representative might say then, I am happy to discuss this or speak with you about this matter. A student, on the other hand, might say, I have the following problem. All right, and it's just as an example. But also, very importantly, um, it is important to maintain records of interaction, um, whether these are over email or in person. So please keep a... It is advised to students to please keep a tr- track record of emails uh, or notes to avoid, for example, um, situations being dragged out and being postponed or even cases of he or she said.
0: Zain, what are some of the example situations that you can give us? All right. So.
3: With regards to the student protocol or the student engagement protocol, um, it deals mainly with the following situations, such as, for example, policy-involved situations. So this might involve, for example, um, concerns or issues related around academic dishonesty, in other words, plagiarism. For instance, um, it also deals with seeking solutions for interpersonal challenges. For example, the student might approach the lecturer um, or the lecturer approaches the student with an interpersonal challenge, which includes students feeling um, unfairly treated in assessments. Um, It also deals with seeking solutions for teaching and learning challenges. So for example, preparedness for class, communication skills in class, support for learning and assessments as well. Then it also seeks solutions for for formative predicate, or final continuous assessment mark challenges. So for example, um, reviewing a student's predicate or final continuous assessment marks.
0: Katleo, if I, if I can ask you, what happens when student complaints cannot be resolved by the department?
1: Hi, German. Um just wanna thank you for this opportunity. Um, when, a, when a complaint um, is not resolved uh, on a departmental level, the matter will then be uh, referred to the dean's office by the academic head of department. And they need to also submit a resolution file as um, Zane mentioned, there must be a paper trail, there must be a record of everything so that we are able to investigate and to intervene accordingly. Uh, The Dean and the SRC will thus uh, negotiate further on this resolution processes. Each case will be dealt uh, with fairly In line with the general rules and there are key factors to always keep in mind when dealing with uh, these uh, situation or these complaints that students should always be aware of. Uh, Some decision may be resolved and some may not be resolved due to uh, insufficient information regarding the case or due to the case not being in line with the general rules. We um, are an institution which is guided by rules and regulation which must always be followed by both the university staff and by students. So students should always be aware of the general rules that their case will also be resolved according to the general rules. And students should also avoid forwarding their cases straight to the dean's office or to the SRC because if proper guidelines or proper protocols are not followed uh, at a de- are not followed at a departmental level. It will be pushed back to the department to be resolved there first. And furthermore, if students um, push their request straight to the dean, it prolongs the time which the case can be resolved. So that should always be avoided. And in a case um, where the class representative in a specific module, please contact, if you do not know your um, class representative in a specific module, please contact me on my email, which is k at ufs.ac.za, I will refer students to straight to the department or to the council, the student, uh, the faculty council to assist because in some cases you find that uh, some department do not select a, a class rep. So the student council will then uh, come in and try to see if they can resolve the matter with the department.
0: What does the role and responsibilities of the class representative entail in the student engagement protocol?
2: Hi, Kharbin. So um, student or class representative sounds extremely formal, first of all. So I just want to make it open to students to understand that we are there to help. That's why we are elected. And um, when you have a problem, we should be the first people that you consider contacting. So it is to represent the student voice to faculty to the Faculty of Humanities Student Council. Um, our role is also to liaise between the lecturer and the class, uh, also, to familiarise yourself with Humanities student engagement protocols, then you can contact us. Also, to gauge the views of the students in the class and to arrange to give students this chance to give both positive and neg- negative feedback on their modules to the relevant lecturers. As I said, we are there to help, so you contact us and we can speak to the lecturers for you. <laughs> It's also to give feedback from meetings where the students' concerns were raised with uh, the members of staff. And to work with other class representatives where there is an issue or an event that involves more than one year. Also to assist in faculty initiatives such as open day, welcome address, student orientation, the career fair, etc in order to pass on experience to new students that staff and non-humanity students cannot do. Also to continue, it's important to attend or rearrange a delegate to attend the regular meetings between the class representatives and the head of departments. In order to raise the students' concerns, these meetings are arranged by the departmental uh, head at least twice per year, March or April and August or September. The minutes and recordings of such meetings will be submitted to the Faculty Council so that the Dean's Office can receive it for recording uh, purposes.
0: What role does the Faculty of Humanities Student Council have in relation to the class representatives?
2: So the Council's... uh, relationship with the representatives is there to represent the student voice in an objective and mature manner on the faculty level. It's also to refer unresolved cases on a departmental level to the dean's office. We also give feedback regarding resolved cases to the class reps so that the class rep can communicate appropriately to the student. As a class representative, the council is here to assist you as you represent the students in your respective departments. And you're always welcome to reach out as we walk the journey together, ensuring that the voices of the students are heard.
0: Gatlichov, previously you mentioned some contact details. Maybe you can just repeat that and maybe other important contact information.
1: Uh, Thank you, Gerban. As I said, if students do not know who their class representatives uh, are, they can contact me. uh, They can send me an email on Mabulana K, which is capital letter M for mother and small letter A, -A B-U-L-A-N-A and capital letter K at UFS.ac.za or send the student um, council an email on humanities it's all small letters f s c at ufs for za. let me just repeat the emails again my email is mabulana it's m a b u l a n a k at ufs.ac.za and the student council's um, email address is humanities f s c at ufs for life dot ac dot z a for life it's the four instead of four of the f so just note that please
0: Thank you very much, Katlejo, Student Academic Advisor at the Faculty of Humanities. We also had Zane, Academic Facilitator, and also at the Office of the Dean and William, Deputy Chair of the Humanities Council. Thank you. This was a Kofsi Cast, podcast that are designed to help you achieve academic success, brought to you by Kofsi FM, in partnership with the Center for Teaching and Learning.